Voice of Fintech. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech America series. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'm the founder of Voice of Fintech podcast. In this series, you will hear inspirational stories of entrepreneurs, investors and incumbents and ecosystem hub leaders from the United States or North America and LATAM. This episode is hosted by David Jakubovic from New York. Welcome back, listeners, to the Voice of Fintech podcast, where we're talking all about the future of finance, what the world looks like in 2030 and beyond. Today, I'm pleased to bring to you Kevin Bennett, the CEO of Modo Refi. While we've been emerging from the pandemic, there's been a lot of great technology bringing the auto industry and the finance industry together, and Kevin's going to be sharing with us some exciting announcements that they've been up to recently. Kevin, thanks for joining us on the show. David, great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Can you start us off, let our audience know a little bit about yourself and what does Moto Refi do? Absolutely. So Moto Refi is a consumer software platform that makes it easy to save money and improve your financial security. We do that by helping you improve your financial relationship with your car. When you think about it, your car is your largest or second largest asset that most people own, yet it isn't really managed like a financial asset. And it is neglected when you think about it from a financial perspective as an investment. You know, you're not really looking at it and taking care of it often in the same way you would care for another financial investment. Uh, a home is a great example. And so that's where Motor Refi comes in. We save people money in a few key ways. First of all, we help them refinance their car. People on an average of $100 per month on their car payments. We get them better priced insurance products. Make sure you're not overpaying from those on those insurance products like warranties and gap insurance you got at the dealer. And we also help you understand what you have. Many people don't even know what products they got at the dealership. They got a stack of papers. They signed it. They know what their monthly payment is. They drove off and they never really thought about those papers again. We make it easy and you can go through the process online, see offers to save money in seconds, firm offers of credit in 90 seconds help handle the heavy lifting. We save you the trip to the DMV. And again, make it easy to save money and improve your financial security. I remember the first time I got my first car when I was just graduating college. And this is when I was in South Florida. And I went to the dealership. And let me tell you, it was a process working with the sales members and getting the secure line of credit and going through all the negotiations. At the end point, after all the taxes and fees, I had my loan for about $15,000 for the car. And as I started paying it off over the years, I I kept thinking, I want to pay this off faster. And was I getting too high of an interest rate? Or why should I do double payments if I could refinance it? I didn't even know that these options existed. So it sounds to me that what your team is doing is you're completely revolutionizing the auto industry. That's right. And your experience, David, is incredibly typical for for most Americans. So 80% of consumers who drive off that lot after getting a car are actually paying more than they need to on their financing. They could be saving money if they refinance their car. 100% of people could save on better priced insurance products. Yet only 47% of people even know that refinancing your car is something you can do. So unlike mortgage, which is ubiquitous as a concept, most people in their financial lives think about financing their car, financing their education, financing their home, and refinancing their home. Refinancing your car is something that only 3 to 4% of people do. 
compared to 15 plus percent of mortgages. You had mentioned 2030, and our vision is that refinancing your car is as prevalent, as common as refinancing your home. It should be. Consumers can save money. Consumers are effectively paying a tax without realizing it on their auto financing. And that's why we're here to fix that and save the money. And sounds like with everything that the world's experienced with the pandemic, as we continue to emerge, there's been a lot of tailwinds for the financial industry. Of course, as you mentioned, with refinancing mortgages and houses, that's been a big winner in the industry where a lot of Americans and global consumers have done that shift. But now it's also thinking about the educational perspective for other asset classes and Auto vehicles are an asset class. How is this awareness able to be shifted, the dynamic for consumers? How is Moto Refi playing into that space? It's a great point. I think there are a couple points you made that are really, really right on. First of all, you are seeing some awareness as consumers know and, and they've seen the increase in refinancing of homes. Folks know that if there's never been a better time to refinance your home. But that also means it's never been a better time to refinance other assets as well, including your car. For example, if you look at Google searches for auto refinance, those have increased roughly 40% 2020 over 2019. So we've seen this awareness grow. It usually grows 5 to 10% a year. It grew 40%. So you are seeing those tailwinds from low interest rates, for example, and you're seeing that play out in mortgage, but also in auto. The other thing you're seeing just generally with COVID is the convergence of a few trends that make the industry and the timing ripe for innovation. One is massive acceleration of tech adoption across the economy. FinTech is no exception. And it's true of auto FinTech as world and, and, and as, as well and as what we're doing. Um, so you're seeing consumers do more and more of their everyday live trans, life transactions online. They want that convenience. In some ways, they have to because they're stuck in their homes. Secondly, this growing attention to personal finance and the digitization of personal finance. It's a stressful time for consumers. Really, consumers are focusing more and more on how do they make sure that their personal finances are in good shape, that they are not paying more than they have to, whether it be on their home or on their car. And and so Motor Refi is, we really think it's a perfect time to be in the market, expanding, growing, and, and sharing the Moto Refi opportunity with consumers, which is one of, of saving the money. I can see so many uh, possibilities here, Kevin. I think about when I look at my credit score and when my friends do as well, we're typically looking at our mortgages and our credit cards and how do we consolidate and refinance, but it's never been top of mind for our car vehicles that we own as these alternative asset classes that frankly are very important to our financial well-being in society. So the question I'm begging is, why do you think that virtually no one was trying to solve this problem before? It's a great question. It's really interesting. If you look at the story arc of fintech, and especially around consumer fintech and consumer asset classes, obviously one of the earliest key moments was in student lending. And we often talk about that so fine moment in student lending and obviously Ernest and others now who really you know, revolutionized what student lending looked like for the next generation in a digital world and, and created tremendous opportunity for, for consumers. Then you look at mortgage and rocket mortgage, better mortgage now better, other players in that space, again, making it more efficient, making it more consumer friendly, making it more digital. Auto is really the next step. And the next logical step in this evolution of fintech. And, and we believe the future is now. We believe this is the, the exact time 
uh, when auto is going to see that revolution we are bringing it about. It is the perfect time when you look at you know economic cycles. It is the perfect time when you look at adoption. It's the perfect time when you look at the way the regulatory environment has changed. We now have e-title and you can get, you don't need a paper title anymore in most states. And so you're seeing DMVs adopt technology. You're seeing state and local governments adopt technology in a way that really makes refinancing your car much easier than it used to be. Historically, when you refinance your car, you both had to go to a bank branch and you had to go to the DMV. It was very painful. And so this is easy. This is a transaction you can now do from your couch and make it a 21st century transaction. We think it's the convergence of a number of factors, but we couldn't be more bullish and more excited about this opportunity to save consumer money, consumers money in this moment. I think so, not only from a digital transformation perspective, Kevin, but also it's an inflection point in consumer spending. As the economies continue to reopen and everyone gets back from a digital-only world to a hybrid world, one of the big trends that we saw throughout the pandemic was that car buying and car spending did not slow down. In fact, the area that was vastly accelerated was the used and pre-owned market. I've spoken to a lot of colleagues and friends in the industry who said the prices of used and pre-owned vehicles went up during the pandemic. In fact, many lots went empty because consumers were looking to invest into this asset class as they were moving from big metropolitan areas to the suburbs. So the car industry, in fact, there's probably more vehicles on the road today than there was before the pandemic. David, you're so right. And not only is demand up, but vehicles are getting more and more expensive. And as, as there's more technology embedded in cars, as they become more hybrid computers and vehicles at the same time, and then the car itself becomes more technologically savvy and more digital, you're seeing the vehicle prices go up. And also those terms and those loans extend. So the pressure consumers are facing from those auto payments at the same time that where demand for cars is going up. It is really uh, material and impactful on the consumer, which is why there's never been a better time to to help them save money um, on these assets. So let's talk about consumers today. Consumers in the United States, if they want to use and partner with Moto Refi, how would we work with your product? What's the product market fit where I can say I'm ready to refinance today? It's a great question, and it's incredibly easy. We're very consumer centric and consumer focused, we make it as easy as possible for a consumer to find out, can I save, right? That's the question on consumers' mind. And they want to answer that question as quickly and as painlessly as possible. And they can do that in seconds on our site. So as mentioned, the vast majority of consumers are overpaying. So the chances are, if you're asking yourself this question, you probably can save. And if you just go to motorefi.com, you enter a few pieces of information, we actually will, without dinging your credit, without entering your social security, without any of that, we can give you some very accurate estimates on what we could likely provide you in terms of uh, refinancing offers and how much you could save. From there, you can decide whether you take the next step, but you can go through that initial discovery phase in seconds. And thinking through the product-led growth for Motor Refi today, it sounds that you're hyper-focused on the market in the US, which is a maybe even more than a trillion dollar industry. Can you talk to us about the market and that product-led growth for Moda Refi if you're also going international? Yeah, it's a great question. So the asset class itself has crossed $1.3 trillion, similar size to student lending. So massive asset class, huge opportunity. 
obviously, depending on how you count it, two to three cars per household on average. And, and then obviously, we're seeing in the tailwinds of the pandemic and how cars are, people are rediscovering cars and finding new reasons they need them. And whether it be migratory trends from major cities to suburbs or to smaller cities, whatever the case may be, we're seeing an increase in demand for, for cars. And in addition to that piece of things, there is a lot of opportunity on the consumer side and really to plug into the fintech ecosystem and, and drive awareness. When you talk about being product-led and appreciate that, we just uh, announced earlier this week our API ecosystem, uh, which allows partners in fintech to partner with Motor Refi and offer their customers the opportunity to save money in auto refinance and to make it seamless and easy. Partners can embed offers in the, for, for auto refinance in their own offers and platforms, make it seamless, make it easy, and provide those savings opportunities for their customers. So we our, our vision for this is an entire ecosystem that partners with everyone from neobanks to personal finance management platforms and beyond. And this week, we announced partnerships with SoFi, obviously a, a massive and incredibly successful player uh, in the ecosystem, one of the original kind of fintech stars that, that emerge, even financial and trellis as well. So we're, we're extremely excited about this opportunity, both to become more easily discoverable for consumers to be shown these offers and to be shown Motor Refi through these trusted partners, but also just to be uh, able to be in front of millions and millions of customers who can save money. What I love about the strategy of Moda Refi is you continue to accelerate your growth as the U.S. economy grows and as the global ecosystem reopens is that you're placing technology at the forefront. A lot of the work I also do with DataFrame Ventures is where we're looking at companies that are building up API infrastructure and gateways for the new economy. When you think of 2030, as we move into the next vision of the next decade, technology is at the forefront of every company. Every company is a technology company. And the challenge in the auto industry, from my experience, is that a lot of the dealerships and the different product classes were not digital. And so it sounds that with this new product offering, you're opening up the digital ecosystem. So all parts of the auto industry can be enabled with technology. That's exactly right. I mean, the moral of the story, we think, is that if you're a fan of fintech, if you've watched the evolution of fintech, the newest category, the newest piece of the ecosystem is really going to be auto fintech, to your point. Historically overlooked space an outsized impact on consumers' finances and their lives, a massive asset class that really hasn't gone on that fintech journey in the way that other asset classes have. And we are accelerating that and doing our part at Motor Refi and saving customers tens of millions of dollars uh, so far in the process. And now let's also dive deeper into the partnerships that you've mentioned, you've announced with SoFi, even Financial and Trellis. Tell us more about these partnerships and how these will enable customers and different businesses to further uh, strengthen the relationships in the auto and fintech industry. Absolutely. So let's take SoFi as an example. And we, the headline this week in one of the stories was, auto has its SoFi moment. We really think that's right. And SoFi became incredibly well-known for providing great value to consumers around student loans, personal loans, and expanding that value proposition to help them save money across their lives. And one area they'd not yet expanded into in a meaningful way was auto. And, and we had similar uh, orientations and missions around helping consumers better manage their money, save money, make sure that they're on strong financial footing. And so it was really a win-win to team up with them 
and enable SoFi to offer auto loans directly on their platform and with their millions of customers. And we kind of power that experience and, and team up that way. And it's been incredibly exciting to see to see that take off. And we've we've just launched in recent days and already refinanced consumers and saved them money. So really excited about uh, the future of this partnership. And expanding beyond consumers, I know that is the core moment today as the economy continues to reopen. But let's also talk about businesses. When I think about auto refinancing and vehicles, I remember working for companies like when I got started at Aflac and we had a fleet of vehicles and they were partnering for our insurance agents to sell and be enabled in the field. Have you thought about the business or enterprise side? And is that an area of opportunity as well? for them? David, you're right. There are so many opportunities when you think about other areas and expansions. And I'd say we're incredibly focused right now on, on the core refinance experience with the consumer, but there, there are tremendous opportunities to expand in the future for sure. Excellent. Absolutely. I can't wait for those uh, times when that does expand. I'm sure many companies would love to to partner with Motor Refi uh, at that future date and time. Let's take a step back and look through a lot of the growth that you've been accelerating in the last couple of years. You recently announced, Kevin, the Series A1 fundraise. Tell us about this fundraise and how this is accelerating your growth as well. Absolutely. We were very excited. We were approached by Modern Ventures last fall. Uh, they have, are a great fund and a great partner. Uh, they understand financial services. They understand the consumer ecosystem. They do make a, a ton of investments on the on that side of the of the innovation economy and the tech economy, and have been great partners. Liza Benson joined our board, raised ten million dollars. They led that round, and it really capped off a huge growth year for us. We three x the size of our team, two x the size of our lenders. 6x revenue last year, tremendous. And uh, pleased to report that uh, while I haven't released any numbers yet, Q1 has only accelerated that growth. And we're really excited about continuing to both accelerate this opportunity for consumers, save them even more money, accelerate adoption. Everything really is heading in the right direction. And that capital is only helping us accelerate the business even faster. And as you're continuing to accelerate, one thing that I love looking at with products, especially in the fintech domain, is what are the challenges and pain points that still haven't been solved yet? So as we look to 2030, Moto Refi is winning and continuing to accelerate in the market, but every day is still day one. You mentioned earlier during our episode about education, right? Providing this education to consumers and partnerships with SoFi and Trellis and even financial are going to further enhance that space. What are other challenges or pain points that you think need help to be solved that Moto Refi is working to provide more access in the market? It's a great question. And, and I think this is likely a theme through the entire fintech ecosystem. I think awareness, you see so much innovation, so many, it's one of the exciting things about fintech across asset classes, across opportunities, so many new and emerging companies that are digital first, that are consumer first that are tremendous value to the consumer. And it really is about scaling and helping consumers in a noisy world be aware of these products and the opportunities they provide. So that, that is certainly a theme, I think, that fintech across the board is tackling and, and we are certainly tackling. Two is this idea of personalization and leveraging data and analytics to provide the best offer the most efficiently to that consumer. So we, for example, on our platform, only match the customer with the best offer for them. 
So we'll generate many offers in the background from our lenders. We are only offering the customer that lowest rate offer. So that customer is not having to wade through 100 offers or talk to 100 different lenders. They are only seeing that best one for them. Right? So this is an example of the personalization that we're providing and we think is thematic throughout the ecosystem and the direction it's going. And, and that will only accelerate and increase, I think, across fintech and, and with motor refi as well. The last piece is speed, automation, efficiency. And you'll continue to see investments in technology across fintech where startups and emerging companies are investing to remove friction, make processes faster, deliver value more quickly to customers, be more customer centric. And I think we're looking at those same type of themes and investments. Excellent. I think all those uh, themes are essential. And I think as we're continuing to get back in person, we're going to see a lot of good movement in the auto industry. I'm based out in New York City. And just in the last couple months, I've seen the streets have never been busier with all types of vehicles, whether electric, hybrid, or still a gasoline based. Thinking about everything we've talked about in the show today, what are some trends that, that you're seeing that consumers can be a part of, that businesses can be a part of? that you think is going to continue to redefine the auto industry over the next few years? It's a great question. I think it's going to come back to the car as an asset. And I think it has been seen as the, the thing that takes you from point A to point B very often, but not seen as much as an investment or an asset. And I think what you will see through Motor Refi and probably others is the opportunity to provide better value to the customer by helping them manage that asset the same way they would manage their 401k, the same way they would manage other aspects of their financial life. So certainly in auto, we see that as, as a trend that will continue into the future. Excellent. And um, thinking about next steps for everyone who's tuning into the show today, how can our listeners get more involved with the Moto Refi product or learning more about the future of auto? It's a great question. Thanks, David. The easiest way is just go to motorrefi.com. Check us out in seconds without any cost or digging your social security or anything like that. Digging your credit, we don't do that right out of the gate. And so we want to make sure that you can see and find out whether you can save money again within seconds. And then if you can take see those savings and see what you could potentially save, we make realizing those savings as fast and as easy as possible. And within a matter of days, you could be saving money on your auto uh, financing. And as mentioned, we're saving on average, we're saving our customers $100 a month on those payments. So uh, really exciting. And, and sometimes as much as $500 a month on payments. It is pretty extraordinarily extraordinary how we can transform some of our customers' financial experiences and financial lives. And that's really what makes the whole thing worth doing and what gets us so excited and energized about working in the space and continuing to build this really exciting startup. Excellent. I might even be using Motor Refi pretty soon. I do have some family who've been looking at one of our pre-owned vehicles, and it's always a great time to, to save so we can save more uh, money or invest more uh, into these new digital asset and physical asset classes. I'm Kevin Bennett, the CEO of Moto Refi. Thanks so much for joining us on the Voice of Fintech podcast. David, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for including me. Thank you for listening to Voice of Fintech podcast. If you haven't already, check out also voiceoffintech.com, where you will find all the episodes and additional resources related to the podcast. 
You can also subscribe to Voice of Fintech on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast app that you like. If you have any suggestions on the topics or guests, or how to make this podcast better for you, please email us at info at Happy to hear from you. Thank you.